welcome. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning, manifestation, and energies we navigate, how we create through archetypes, symbols, spirituality, and our instincts and intuition, a philosophical life hack for the Aquarian age. My expertise, the shadow side of human beings, Energies like law of attraction at the intersection of culture, spirituality, and politics. Challenging traditional thinking on creativity, culture, and spirituality. A quote to begin. Yes, the universe had a beginning. Yes, the universe continues to evolve. And yes, every one of our body's atoms is traceable to the Big Bang and to the thermonuclear furnace within high-mass stars. We are not simply in the universe. We are part of it. We are born from it. One might even say we've been empowered by the universe to figure itself out. And we've only just begun, end quote. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Human life revolves around evolution, but also those who refuse to process change. We make life better through acceptance, progress, and leveling up. Hey, but (laughs) some people hold on to outworn ideas, ways of living and working that no longer serve themselves or humanity. We are in Aquarius season and the heart of winter. A fixed sign Aquarius season this year encourages action plans so our ideas can manifest. Aquarius follows the leader's zodiac sign Capricorn, a cardinal sign that acts as an initiator into new terrain. But cardinal signs need follow-through to make their visions blossom, which is the job of a fixed sign like Aquarius that represents long-term possibilities. I'm not an astrologer. My research and investigation into these subjects started before social media or YouTube. Once videos arrived, I didn't stop watching individuals talk about the planets and stars until I'd sifted through the rabble and discovered top-tier astrologers. In February 2023, a little over half the month is about the final throes of progress before we prepare to move on to the next phase of human life. The full moon on February 5th is the bonfire of our vanities. Consider Uranus at this Leo full moon because the planet of change will square the Leo full moon. Breakthroughs are highlighted, but stubbornness against change could turn the vibe into a breakdown. Tom Brady's retirement will stick this time. Why do I think this? He's a Leo son, so retiring in the throes of this particular powerful moon, powerful uh, Leo full moon, is what I'd call perfect timing. A hard decision, but it was time to let go of a career that no longer served him. Greatest of all time must be enough, no matter how much he doesn't want to face leaving the life and career he loved. The Leo full moon comes as inspiration and is a moment to summon courage to tell yourself the truth. The first thing that must be left behind is lies. Any lies, all lies. Evolution is stymied 
by lies. Truth is the kindling of this Leo full moon in Aquarius. The Leo, Leo full moon is here to support the brave. So if you're scared of the next step, it's okay. There is cosmic support in this shift. Leo is also about living who you are and what you stand for out loud, standing in your truth, speaking your heart's message through your life. It's fitting then that Army Hammer's first interview on Graydon Carter's airmail dropped on the Leo full moon weekend. Quote, to explain the origins of his interest in BDSM, Hammer returns to a dark episode from his childhood, a subject he has never discussed publicly. At the age of 13, Hammer says, a youth pastor at the church his family attended sexually abused him for a period lasting nearly a year. Quote from him, what that did for me was it introduced sexuality in my, into my life in a way that it was completely out of my control, Harmer recalls. I was powerless in the situation. I had no agency in the situation. My interest then went to, I want to have control in the situation sexually, end quote. If you can't tell the world who you are, make sure you're speaking truth in a journal. Both Leo and Aquarius are fixed signs. Leo is courage, even if you're different, with Aquarius bold and unique. The mythology of these constellations and planets, coupled with the astrology, tells a story for our enlightenment, but also gives us another way to look at life. This full moon is different because of what's about to happen in March. Quote, Pluto and, at the end of the month, Saturn, are going to be in their 29th degree. That's a quote from Michelle Knight, astrologer on Discovery Plus, Written in the Stars. It's a new uh, show where they match people up according to horoscopes. Michelle Knight is someone I discovered on YouTube many years ago. Her partner provides beautiful videos for her challenge. I recommend her. So what does the 29th degree mean? And this is an anoretic degree, which is the last point before a planet change, changes signs. Pluto will be at this degree with Capricorn on and off all year according to astrologer Heather Eland. One, one reason I call 2023 a bridge to the new era and why this Leo full, full moon begins the shifts is this 29th degree and all that's around it. All planets are direct. Time to let go and visualize your future because it is here. Meditation is the antidote to rapid change that surprises and confessions that will li live on and on and on in this liminal year. Pluto doesn't land in Aquarius to stay until 2024. More on this as we move into February and get closer to March 23rd, when Pluto slips into Aquarius to tease us about, about what's coming when it sets up shop for 20 years until 2024. 
the planet Saturn, in its anoretic degree in Aquarius, is about to make a move into the sign of Pisces for the next two and a half years on March 7th. Saturn has been in the constellation of Aquarius since the spring of 2020, off and on, and landed for the duration in December 2020. I'm experienced on using Saturn because of life experiences that force my education. After all, I'm in my third act. I'm a huge fan of working with Saturn influences, but I'm also a cheerleader for change. I've not only embraced change in my life, but I've cultivated change at every corner of my artistic career. Saturn's mythology is building architecture to last. Starting now, whether you like to look back or not, this is the moment to check in and see how far you've come since 2020. The mythology of the constellation Aquarius is about long-term progress, but also each person's unique creative intelligence to manifest something brilliant and future-oriented. Some astrologers equate Saturn's influence as the stern father, making human progress a taskmaster relationship, which I reject. This dynamic exists if you are someone who refuses to change, denies an opportunity, ignores a skill you have out of fear or whatever emotion driving you into stubbornness and inaction. Comfort is not the creative way. Perhaps you've realized this? What happens if you dig in and refuse to let go of what's not working? Emotions roil and rule your life. It's always your choice to evolve or not, but just because you refuse to take a leap of faith doesn't mean the evolutionary wheel moves on. The situation that no longer serves you will tear at your heart again and again until you decide to change. Or a faded cosmic event like what happens during eclipse season knocks you out of your comfort zone and into the new future. The Uranus square to the Leo full moon acts the same way. The sun moves into the constellation Pisces on February 18th, which begins the segue out of winter. Pisces mythology is that of a mutable sign. Shifts are traumatic even if the ego holds on. What begins on February 5th, the full moon, as letting go and embracing what's next starts to float across our minds as we move into Pisces season. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. On March 7th, 2023, Saturn moves into Aquarius, an air sign. From, I'm sorry, Saturn moves from the air sign Aquarius and into Pisces, a water sign. Think emotions, fantasy, romanticism, and spirituality, even the mysterious. The planet Saturn moving into Pisces Pisces is poignant and important. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac, so Saturn has completed its journey through the seasons and the entire zodiac and and begins to start again after its trek through Pisces. After Pisces in 2.5 years, Saturn will move into its next 29.5-year trek across the 12 zodiac signs again, starting in the cardinal sign of Aries, an initiator leader sign, 
and the first sign of the zodiac year. By the time Saturn hits the constellation of Aries for another turn around the zodiac, Pluto will be ensconced in Aquarius for 20 years. Preparation for change and acceptance begins right now on the full moon in Leo. Digesting 15 years of Pluto journeying in Capricorn, Capricorn is part of February's passage. The impact on my life and writing has been convulsive and liberating the last 15 years. I've moved across the country twice. My career has changed dramatically. During the last few years of the journeying Pluto-Capricorn transit, when Saturn showed up, we all experienced journey, journeying events because we each have Capricorn tattooed somewhere on our soul path. It wasn't enough to portray the emotions and drama of life in fiction. It was time for me to tell my truth. I wanted to share my mysterious experiences through my writing. I stood, still couldn't bluntly talk about my journey with energies, messages, downloads, and the psychic instincts that guided my life. The journey of Saturn in the constellation of Aquarius, which is about to end on March 7th, inspired me to embrace my weird, quirky, psychic nature no matter what people might think. I'd been truthful in my psychic, psychic thriller series, but the life that led to the Dr. Kate Winter thriller series remained unmentioned. Being part of the compilation Writer's Success Secrets, a new release that just landed, was another artistic inflection point for me. The chapter I wrote for the book was written, rewritten, re-edited, thank you, retrograde seasons, then an entire overhaul close to publication. No matter how my psychic awareness had guided my life, my husband and me, how to frame what the universe had visited upon my consciousness needed a wide canvas. So I decided to produce this podcast, which debuted last April 2022. As Saturn finishes up in Aquarius, I continue to struggle with how to talk about where my life has led. The stars and astronomy that had riveted me forever became more vivid through astrology. Spiritual discoveries that aren't unique but are shockingly bizarre to me from where I was as my devout Christian mother's daughter. Proof of knowledge about the mysteries of life isn't evidence, even through experiences, but this ancient knowledge reimagined for the 21st century puts organized religion in a new place. It's not the only option. The Leo full moon on February 5th is part of Aquarius Saturn finishing up before the planet of lessons, architects, structure, tests, and karma slides out of Aquarius and into the constellation of Pisces. Saturn rules Capricorn, a sign happy to be Saturn's apprentice and do the dutiful work of solid foundations or miserable because stubbornness doesn't accept leveling up. Pisces is a water sign and it's mutable. Saturn's penchant to build or rebuild is hobbled just a bit in Pisces, unless you're talking in spiritual, magical, and mysterious realms. 
So if Saturn likes to tear down to build back in a new way, what do you think could be the target of the Saturn Pisces two-and-a-half-year transit? This is the last time Saturn will be in the dreamy spiritual sign of Pisces until 2052. What I believe the Saturn Pisces access will bring is tectonic shifts in spiritual practice with society prime for the modern reformation. Astrology and the mystical arts will get an upgrade and become more respected than they've been since the Enlightenment. What's next for you depends on your ability to be truthful with yourself. Brock Purdy a Capricorn Sun went from Mr. Irrelevant to a Super Bowl playoff game, but now he's injured his elbow and is out for six months. A new era for him. Prince Harry, Capricorn Rising, broke away from the firm, then wrote a record-shattering non-fiction tell-all. He's left with the aftermath and building a firmer life away from the monarchy. It's a new era for all of us, but it's not going to happen all this year. It's going to take a year and then some before it's completed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tom Brady, a Leo son, embraced the season of endings on the Leo full moon week to make his retirement final. A new era for him and a humongous 10-year, $350-plus million contract with sports with Fox Sports. Brady's also an Aries moon. So with Jupiter, the planet of, planet of expansion, expansion, blessings, and rewards in Aries, the big fat contract lines up. Look where Army Hammer finds himself as these planets change and shift on this full moon weekend that begins it all. What do you need to leave behind as we change eras? Army Hammer picked a, full, a great weekend to tell it all. This is what this weekend is about. Take all of February, February to find out, but don't forget to appreciate how far you've come. Evolution isn't a perfect process. Life is messy. Creativity is mysterious. What's required is truth in your life to be blunt about what your heart is telling you. Leo Full Moon is all about feeling, acting, and embracing what your heart is telling you. Is there something needling you, but you can't make the change? Maybe you sense the positive energy I'm talking about, but you're not ready to step out into the light. If nothing else, think about the mythology I've described about this moment in time as the Leo full moon beckons. Aquarius offers a welcome window to let your inner eccentric shine through a voice only you offer. Shrug off what's holding you back. Endings are as important to honor as beginnings. There's value in checking your instincts with larger energies whipping around the universe. Contrast is helpful. I've come to respect endings and beginnings are spiritual passages to be marked. The end of 22, 2022 was rough, and it didn't become easier in January until recently. The Leo full moon is a big and bold vibe. 
There's the shadow side of these bad boys, too. The voice of fear is, re- is persistent. The mythology of Leo asks us to be confident and bold. Copernicus, back in 1473 to 1543, give or take, was the champion of a sun-centered cosmos, also known as heliocentric. Copernicus's theory of a sun-driven universe was published on his deathbed because the Catholic Church still maintained planets revolved around the earth. He was terrified of being thrown in jail. Some scholars believe the lack of scientific proof of his theory of the universe drove his fear. Assume it was both. But like Einstein, his imagination drove him because he knew he was right. If you'd said to me 20 years ago or even 10 years ago that I would be sitting here talking about these subjects, I would have walked out of the room laughing. What nonsense. Investigation, experimentation, and instinctual messages drew me into a wider world than religion allows. Nothing will dampen my deep love of old churches or take away my appreciation of rituals. I've seen local churches, charities, and small chapels impact a community in a big way, but the dogma forced on the faithful has devolved into marketing to make money, created false prophets and egotists, while turning into autocratic political organizations. Pope Francis offers optimism, in my opinion, and more proof of what's coming. He said in an exclusive interview with the AP that, quote-unquote, homosexuality is not a crime. An uproar ensued, so Francis was forced to issue a clarification from the Vatican, from the AP. Quote, Francis acknowledged that Catholic bishops in some parts of the world support laws that criminalize homosexuality or discriminate against LGBTQ people, and he himself returned, referred to the issue in terms of quote-unquote sin. But he attributed such attitudes to cultural backgrounds and said bishops in particular need to undergo a process of change to recognize the dignity of everyone. I don't know who needs to hear this, but homosexuality is not a sin, a crime, or any other malefic tag you might choose. Humanity needs to be humbled. Consider this comment by Pope Francis foreshadowing of the spiritual revolution coming when Pluto enters Aquarius for 20 years. Last time Pluto was in Aquarius was between 1778 and 1798. We haven't experienced this energy in our lifetime. Another event in February is Lent, which begins around February 22nd, when the sun is in the constellation Pisces. Lent ends three days before Easter. Once upon a time, this season Easter was huge in our house. Mom would make an Easter out for me, an Easter outfit for me, complete with matching coat for the special service. It was a wondrous time, complete with chocolate bunnies, too. 
I've been on a private journey to reimagine Christianity and God since I was very young. This drive came from the primal need to investigate what I was being told and taught. The lack of truth around me when I was young was another driver. This lifelong quest revolves around the diminishment of women inside the church, a wrathful God, and the preening egotism and hypocrisy of major organized religion of all stripes. As a confession, I'm an Episcopalian freed. Yet the historic churches I visit are, ex are experienced as communion. The dogma is what needs to be gutted. A quote from the Gospel of Mary Magdala, a book by Karen L. King. Only a few of the many writings of, by early Christians have survived. And even if all the early Christian literature had been preserved, those written sources would represent only a fraction of the full story because the gospel was spread primarily by mouth and ear. It was preached and heard. Most people in the ancient world could neither read nor write. Christian ideas and practices developed in the primarily oral context of evangelizing, prayer, and worship, preaching, and prophesizing. The sounds of these voices are lost to us forever, end quote. The author Carol L. King continues, quote, nor did the written gospels play the same role in early Christian life that they have in our literate societies. Again and again in antiquity, we hear that people were suspicious of books, end quote. Early Christians claimed, quote, truth was not transmitted by means of written documents, but in living speech, end quote. Younger generations than my own are rejecting today's organized religions for a reason. Headlines of malfeasance, greed, and sexual perversions abound. Over 2,000 years of human history have passed, but we're still not ex we've still not accepted the mythology inherent in early Christianity. Major Christian religions deny the powerful woman at the center of Christ's life. A woman, even Peter, said Jesus loved above all other women. Another quote from Mary, um, Mary, uh, the Gospel of Mary Magdala. Mary report, reports a dialogue she had with the Savior. It began with her telling the Savior that she had seen a vision of him. She did not waver at the sight, but immediately acknowledged the Lord's presence. He, in turn, praised her for her steadfastness, saying, Blessed are you for not wavering at seeing me, for where the mind is, there is treasure. End quote. The mind, where I've study, studied and experimented for decades. How I envisioned a different relationship between Jesus and Mary, how they met, and who she was to the Savior. I wrote briefly about it in Citizen Kate. 
When meditation is practiced, we step away from our computer brain and ego to enter the portal of the mind, where we convene with the soul. Again, Karen L. King. Quote, For the Gospel of Mary, a human being is composed of body, soul, and mind. The mind is the most divine part of the self, that which links it with God. The mind rules and leads the soul so that when the mind is directed toward God, it purifies and directs the soul towards spiritual attainment. Ancient Mediterranean society shared the belief that gods and spirits communicated with people, as the author King discusses, a topic discussed between philosophers, scientists, and the earliest physicians, as was astrology. The truth of ancient Christianity is unknowable. What has been absorbed from the mythology is exclusive in nature, setting men above women and human experience below dogma. Remember, it was Pope Gregory in the 5th century around that time who declared that three women were all one Mary and she was a whore. Let's also accept that Mary's quote-unquote not wavering stood in stark contrast to the fear of his male disciples, especially Peter, all of whom were jealous of Mary's prowess with the Savior. The exclusion of women from church leadership wherever women are made silent came from men, not Christ. Ancient writings from men decided women must remain, quote, silent submissiveness, that no woman can teach or have authority over men. She is to keep silent, should be subordinate. If there is a desire to know, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in the church. End quote. All of these are quotes from Corinthians. And the mother of all insults, Adam was not deceived, quote, but the woman was deceived and became the transgressor, end quote. You know, like Mary of Magdala. Anyone wondering how women throughout history have been demeaned and stifled and silenced hasn't paid attention to the fall of organized religion's many leaders. Faith doesn't require religion. Believing there was a revolutionary who put his life on the line to change the world doesn't require religion. And there's no sacrifice required to be faithful to the hope and light life offers, but it does require your imagination. February prepares us for the hope of spring. The spirit of the season of resurrection resurrection can be translated through our own lives as we let go of what no longer serves us to make way for new life, hope, and dreams. Meditation is the connection, as is humanity's relationship to the seasons. The mysterious is alive, and we can connect through the mind to something larger. The universe above includes energy constantly moving that doesn't stop at the celestial bodies or the Earth's stratosphere. 
You can go about your life without thinking of, of the astronomy or the astrology, religion and its betrayers, but when you add the information of the mysterious, choices change, open, and surprise. The Leo full moon is optimistic, supportive, and encouraging. Uranus is a partner because change is a feature, not a bug, of this charged cosmic event. Cosmic moment, whatever you want to label it. Creative unique thinking is favored when the messenger Mercury slides into Aquarius on February 11th. Water drenches us by February 18th when the sun goes into Pisces. How does the Leo full moon in Aquarius prepare us for what's ahead? Encouragement to leave behind lies wherever they appear in your life. The path of evolution, where higher vibration is revealed. I'm Taylor Marsh, and you've been listening to Astro Soul Lightning. Until next time.